welcome to another episode of Abeg Who Sent Me. Abeg Who Sent Me is a podcast for entrepreneurs and wannabe entrepreneurs. And what we do is to discuss about things that affect business owners. Today, we have an amazing guest in the house. He's uh, <laughs> coming from a, a very interesting field and is going to bring a very interesting perspective to the conversation. He's an occupational safety and health practitioner and trainer with over 13 years of experience in the oil and gas sector, construction and manufacturing sector. He's a graduate member of the Institution of Safety and Health. He's a lover of continuous learning and personal development. Yeah, I know that one. He's, he's a Toastmaster. So yeah, every Toastmaster would be. Yes. And when he relaxes, he loves to listen to music, watch movies, or swim. Interesting. So today we have Isaac. I dare not call your son name. So, <laughs> <laughs> but if I help us, we can. <laughs> yes. This, the, thank you very much. The, the, the son name is uh, is pronounced Ogbuadaigbe. Ogbuadaigbe. Yes. Interesting. What does that yes. mean? Well, Ogbuadaigbe is. Uh, it's an Edo name, uh, okay. but from the part of Edo state that is closer to Ondo state. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, and the name actually means no man is an island that you need others as much as others need you. Mm. Yeah, very true. That, that 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 cannot be more true than than true. It is very true. But it's good to have you today, Isaac. Thank you very much. Hmm. So health and safety. Health and safety is something we hear from the big guys. When I mean the big guys, the oil and gas sector. So for people in engineering, it's it's a common phrase or common uh, word because you know engineering, you are taught health and safety and all that and all of that. But but yeah. health and safety goes beyond engineering. So what can you can you enlighten us on health and safety as you know bearing in mind that we have entrepreneurs listening to these business owners yeah. how it affects business how we affect you know how you run your business and all of that right right so uh, once again thank you very much titi for bringing me onto um, your your podcast and uh, i must say yeah. that you're doing a very fantastic job you're know, providing you. to entrepreneurs and would-be entrepreneurs the information and knowledge that they require to succeed in, in in their businesses so health and safety you know what is health and safety and just like you rightly said when it comes to health and safety people always think oh it's something that is science-based so since science mm -hmm. is not my area it doesn't concern me oh it's oil and gas or it's engineering. So since I have nothing to do with oil and gas or engineering or sciences, then it means health and safety doesn't concern me. As a matter of fact, the opposite is true. Health and safety is part of our everyday lives. Health and safety can be found when you're crossing the road, in your house, when you're at work. So health and safety is everywhere. As a matter of fact, we usually like to say that at the basic level, health and safety can be said to be uh, something that has to do with common sense. 
But then, of course, mm. it doesn't end there. It goes beyond common sense. So when it comes to the entrepreneur, what should health and safety mean really to the entrepreneur? Like I said, it's common sense, but it gets to a point where it starts going beyond just common sense. So as an, as an entrepreneur, you're into business. In doing your business, you are either producing goods or you are rendering services. Now, in doing this, you will be making use of people. That's people would work for you. Either one person, mm-hmm. or two people, or three persons, or 20 people. Or it could be that you are working alone. And also, you'll be making use of items like equipment to um, carry out your work activities or to be able to render your services. Take, for example, somebody who is into training. As a trainer, you perhaps using a computer to project uh, presentation slides. Your computer is your equipment. And so as an entrepreneur, you have equipment that you use. You have yourself as the, as, as the entrepreneur. You have mm-hmm. workers, perhaps. You have the environment in which you're carrying out this work activity. Now, you see, in all of these that I've mentioned, there are situations, there are items that in the process of carrying out your entrepreneurial work activity uh, can kill people in the process of carrying out your entrepreneurial work activity. I, I know that using the word can kill people might sound like I'm being overly dramatic, but that is actually the the reality. So as an entrepreneur, health and safety is about understanding that aspect of your entrepreneurial work activities, whether you are producing or you uh, what you render as services, the aspect of your entrepreneurial work activities that can harm people, that can kill people, that can cause ill health, to people that can cause diseases or that can even cause your business to go down that can cause your business to be lost in a day so help yeah. us it's about those things and how to prevent those things from happening, from happening. so, yeah, so, so I we're think talking do, about do we have okay. yeah i'm sorry to interject uh, no not, not problem at all I'm going to do it uh, quite a number of times during this conversation. Let's apologize. Do we have uh, real life data to back up what we're saying? Or can we have practical example to back up uh, what you just told us about the fact paid highest price, which is death, if careless about how health and safety is managed? Exactly. Yes, there are global data uh, and uh, in in the profession of health and safety we especially in this part of the world we rely a lot on global data because you know when it comes to our own local data uh, we still have a lot of work that we are doing so we rely on global data and data. Uh, yeah when it comes to global data regardless of the sector that your business is in whether all you do is just uh, you occupy an office space where people just sit down from morning till evening or you're on the construction site or you work offshore, regardless of what the work activity is, 
the International Labor Organization, ILO, um, computes global health and safety data. And according to ILO data, the ILO says that globally, 2.3 million people die as a result of the work that they carry out. So oh, wow. these, these deaths can be as a result of accidents. These deaths can be as a result of um, cases of ill health and cases of diseases that are contracted in the workplace. And we're talking about the workplace alone. Now, take note that there are some countries, there are some countries that are even less than this number I just quoted. There are countries that are less than 2.3 million. So just imagine such a country being wiped out in a year. That is, yeah, that is what workplace accidents does. And like I so, said, so, so did it data i'm sorry isaac did this data reflect which which um occupation are are like contributing the eye to this data okay so for for the data um for for sectors that now contribute the the highest um, that is now done in certain countries so you know there are some countries that actually take this idea of health and safety there are some countries that take it more seriously than than others and yet there are those sectors that are seen to contribute a whole lot to this data so for example we're talking about the agricultural sector we're, we're talking about the construction industry okay and then you can think of manufacturing so these are sectors that and contribute tremendously to this data. But like I said, regardless of the industry where you are a player as an entrepreneur, you are contributing to that data in one form or the other. So as an entrepreneur, your focus now is, how do I now reduce my contribution to that data? Because even though the data I mentioned is about deaths that are happening it's not only deaths that we that we are having there are also cases of ill health there are also cases of injuries there are cases of minor injuries there are cases where people get injured as a result of the work they do or the service that they render where people get injured and um, they are disabled for life and some of these work activities can be some work activities that are simple as just sitting in one place and carrying out a work, a, a seemingly simple work activity. For example, it could be tailoring. For example, okay. it could be it could be so carpentry. Tailoring. You are just in one place and you are just on your machine. Yes. Okay. So that is where an entrepreneur understanding the specific things the specific issues that can result into harm to them that's where an entrepreneur needs to now understand this um, so as an as an entrepreneur you need to understand okay what in my work activity what in this what in this service that i'm rendering can cause me or my workers or other human beings harm so let's take tailoring for example now what in tailoring can cause a tailor harm 
a tailor has to sit down for long hours using in on their machine using the the machine and in the process of sitting for long hours if that tailor does not understand the health and safety aspect of their work and what they need to do to prevent injury to themselves that tailor might as a result of maybe they have a lot of work to do right might sit for long hours and if that happens for many years such a tailor can start having problems with their back maybe the chair they are sitting mm. on to walk mm. maybe the, the chair does not suit a person sitting down for extended periods of time it could also be their legs that can be affected and then of course there is also the obvious aspect of maybe the the needles that they are using for sewing that can prick their can yeah. prick their finger their fingers they are relating with with people a a customer can uh, a, a customer can become angry maybe maybe a, a customer that is not satisfied with the work that a tailor has done and such a customer if the pro, is uh, if the lack of satisfaction of such a customer is not properly managed can resort to that such a customer can, uh, can become violent and that <laughs> is a is a health and safety issue that needs to be, to be managed by, by such an entrepreneur uh tellos tellos can can push you to the state of violence <laughs> yes <laughs> so yeah, I, i think i i i can don't i can relate but i can understand the way you say that yes. The, yes. the way they treat their customers can can so infuriate the customer that it could become a violent absolutely. situation absolutely absolutely okay so now as an entrepreneur generally uh, things that an entrepreneur will need to understand is in this business of mine what can harm human beings what can harm me as an entrepreneur and what about health and safety can harm my business and then taking active steps to ensure that those things do not cause harm you know when we talk of health and safety in the workplace you know we talk of health and safety for entrepreneurs it could look like oh, okay we want to manage health and safety so that people don't get injured or people don't get ill but then there is also mm-hmm. the business angle of health and safety in uh, depending on the kind of work activity that an entrepreneur is into a single accident that can occur can actually cause an entrepreneur to lose a lot of money or even go out of business as a matter of fact there are established businesses that have gone out of business because of just a single accident that happened to them so just the way it can happen to a big conglomerate it can also happen to an entrepreneur that is just starting out in in business so very importantly like i said an entrepreneur needs to understand what in their business can cause them harm can cause other people harm now this harm 
could be in the aspect of the health of human beings okay the harm can also be in accidents happening so the focus now therefore is to prevent that harm either from ill health from diseases or from accidents so the focus now is to prevent that from happening and there are tools in health and safety that we make use of um, you know remember i said earlier that health and safety can be um, something that we can say is common sense so for yeah. example yes for, so for example um I, I, as as a carpenter i'm i'm uh, a manufacturer furniture i know that in the process of using the the hammer the hammer can miss the top of the nail i'm trying to hammer and then hit my hit my fingers and cause me serious damage can even lead to crush of uh, crush of my finger now in such a situation uh, that you can say is common sense because anybody even without adequate training will be able to observe such uh, what we call in in um, professional health and safety terms what we call a hazard what can cause you harm and such a carpenter can now take steps to prevent such harm from happening to him it could be through use of a hand glove that will protect his fingers but then there is a level from where health and safety goes from being something that is of common sense to becoming technical and that is where an entrepreneur now needs to acquire health and safety knowledge so to entrepreneur my advice is know what uh, you know for you to know what in your work activities that can cause you harm you need to acquire the right level of knowledge now a lot of entrepreneurs are managing their businesses uh, without health and safety and i can tell you that accidents are happening to some of these entrepreneurs either entrepreneurs that are self employed or entrepreneurs that have a small team or the ones that have an average uh, an averagely large team accidents are happening. yes accidents are happening to them um cases of ill health are happening to them and these uh, but, but but how do we uh, sorry to quote you so but okay. how do we uh, link ill health to say it is an accident from work okay how so, I, i'm looking at how we can uh have practical examples so that we can see our okay. people so, can have either or time be like maybe they are just sick and okay. we don't think so, it works yes so that's where health and safety starts to get technical and that is where okay. yes and that's where an entrepreneur needs knowledge so let's let, let's take for example an entrepreneur who who is into building who is into uh construction and maybe he's self-employed or he has a few um, guys that work with him that he takes to site and um these people work for him he also works as part 
of the team. Now, such an entrepreneur needs to understand that one of the hazards that he can be exposed to as a builder or as someone who is into construction is that he can be exposed to what we call asbestos. Now, for for a number of entrepreneurs, this might sound new, but for people who are into building, people who are into construction, even people that, who are into engineering, they may have heard the word asbestos before. So as someone who is into building, the first thing is to gain knowledge about what can harm you in your in the process of building, in the process of construction. And in gaining in the process of gaining that knowledge, you would have been trained, you would have been informed that asbestos is one of the things that can affect you. And you'll be told how asbestos can affect you. And the way asbestos would affect a person who is exposed to it is that uh, their respiratory system would be affected. Although it takes a long time for the effect of um, asbestos to manifest, but once the symptoms of asbestos start manifesting, the respiratory system, the lungs, is where will be affected. So the person will start having difficulty breathing, the person will be mm. coughing, the person will be having regular um, uh, chest pains, tightness in the chest. So if I am a, an, an, I'm an entrepreneur who is involved in um, construction and um, I start hearing my um, employees complaining of um, cough or complaining of tightness of chest, that already will start pointing my mind to the fact that they may have been exposed to asbestos. But then I, I can tell you that by the time it gets to that point, that is almost, I went get to the point of a worker, uh, a worker complaining of tightness of chest or pain in the chest. And if there's mm-hmm. asbestos, involved, that's practically almost too late. So what I'm, wow. what I'm trying to say here is when it comes to ill health, it's understanding the symptoms of the um, ill health that your workers can be exposed to as an entrepreneur and um, being able to identify those symptoms and being able to differentiate them from any other regular um, illness that they can have and now taking prompt action. Sometimes the prompt action, depending on the kind of work activity an, an entrepreneur is involved in, the prompt action could be carrying out regular health checks for um, for their workers in order to determine what um, and how well their <laughs> organs are working. And if they have regular health checks will be expensive for looking at, at the, the small going. Of course, there's no expense that is too expensive for one's health yeah but then when and i see that if i have to do checkup for every of my workers yeah even if it's uh, quarterly it's, it's a lot of money yes for an entrepreneur that will be a lot of money and that could be a lot mm-hmm. of money as part of in safety you know, there is what we call um so fast is reasonably practicable that's a technical term okay uh, but what what that basically means is in trying to prevent 
uh, accidents or ill health cases to people, uh, there has to be a balance between what you can afford as a business. And um, so there has to be a balance between what you can afford as, as a business and that risk that workers are being exposed to. So if I'm going to put a measure in place to prevent ill health to my, to my workers, the, that prevention should not take away all of my um uh you know all, all of my profit if it mm -hmm. if, if it takes away all of my profit as an entrepreneur it means that that piece of prevention or what we call control uh, control measure in health and safety it means that it's not it's still hard you know it's not uh, you know, a practicable means of control you know if we if we put okay. it uh, in that way so that is where knowledge is very important for the entrepreneur. So like I said, the first level of knowledge as regards health and safety that an entrepreneur needs to get is what are the specific things in the work that we carry out that can affect the health and the safety of workers and anybody else that can be exposed. Now, after the entrepreneur has that understanding of okay this is what can affect um the health and the safety of our workers workers can fall from a height the workers can be exposed to asbestos the workers can be exposed to chemicals you take you know for example a, a typical example when it comes to chemicals will be uh people who are involved in hairdressing business they make use of a number of chemicals and mm -hmm. some of these some of these chemicals can cause harm to even the entrepreneur himself. So the entrepreneur needs to understand what can cause me harm, what can cause my workers harm, and how is it possible to prevent that harm from happening. So that is where an entrepreneur needs to start. Get, gaining that knowledge of what in their business can cause harm and how that harm can be prevented. Okay, so uh, thank you very much, Isaac. If I were to uh, recap uh, some of the things that you said, yes. you, you said that we must, as entrepreneurs, must be able to identify the risk areas in yes. Yes. areas where employers and even ourselves or even other stakeholders are yes. likely to come into arms way. Yes. And then we must put control in place. Now, yeah. control doesn't necessarily mean that you have to break the bank. Absolutely. Control yes. is, is um, putting checks such that you don't have to break the bank to save yes. the SSL. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Correct. So thank yeah. you. Thank you for that. So, after identifying the risk, what's the next step? So, I've identified a risk in my business process. Let's say that um, I run a service business, my staff, my staff sorry usually yeah. sit down for long hours because yes. working. So I've identified the risk there. The risk would be that they are sitting down for long hours and it could give yes. them back uh, yeah. they become they're not as active so their metabolism and blah, 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 blah. so after identifying the risk or the that's like, yeah it's prone to risk what is the next step? So yeah thank you very much. Now, in the process of 
identifying the risk. By the way, the process of uh, identifying risk, putting measures in place in safety is what we call risk assessment, technically. So okay. for the entrepreneur, that's one specific area where they will need to get knowledge. You know, um, knowledge okay. on how to carry out adequate risk assessment. So within the risk assessment, what can cause harm is identified. Those who can be harmed, the specific people who can be harmed will also be identified. Um, and then what can be done to prevent that harm to them will also be identified. That's what we now call the control measure. And in okay. health and safety... So in, in risk as assessment, we are covering like three brackets to can cause harm. Yes, you know, basically, so what I'm saying now is the base, just the basics, okay, yeah. the basic yeah. minimum. So, in, get you in started. Out, yeah, so in carrying out a risk assessment, what an entrepreneur would need to look at basically is okay, this work activity, what can cause harm? That's okay. what we call, that's what in, in health and safety technically we call the hazard. And then we also okay. need to look at who can be harmed because, you know, you know yeah, you know, in business, you have different categories. Dispatch riding business. Let's say I could have a dispatch those business. workers who are the you dispatch riders, the, and uh, I could maybe have some other group of workers who are probably taking calls from from customers. Maybe that can be maybe yeah. one person or two or two people, and maybe other workers that may be involved in other administrative parts of the business. So business. let's say in the process of um, trying to identify what can cause harm to my workers and how to prevent this harm from, from happening, I want to now undertake what I, they are called a risk assessment. So like I said, the risk assessment is what will identify what can cause harm and how we can prevent that harm. So let's say, for example, I identify first that what I believe can cause harm to my workers is violence, violence from members of the public. You see that okay. in that case, it will be necessary as part of my risk assessment process as an entrepreneur to now identify who can be harmed or who is at a higher risk of being harmed. You will agree with me that the dispatch rider who goes out and faces the customer and faces many other different types of members of the public would be at a higher risk of violence yes. compared to that customer service person who all he or she does is to receive calls from, um, from the client over the phone. So that's why it's important to you know in a risk assessment process being carried out by an entrepreneur to identify um who can be harmed and also how they will be harmed so in that example of violence that i that i talked about a dispatch rider would most likely be the worker that i will, that I will identify that can be harmed and then how do we now prevent the harm from violence i hope you know that talking about violence as a specific harm that can come to the workers of an entrepreneur, uh, there are cases where violence has led to the death of workers. 
and that mm. has partly been because um, um, the work activities of such businesses have not been properly risk assessed. Therefore, adequate measures were not put in place. Such a, a dispatch rider as an example, a simple control can be, you know, um, having a regular means of communication with that dispatch rider. Another control could be a means of tracking the position of that dispatch rider. So these are just practical examples that I'm giving. And of course, this will apply depending on the kind of business that the entrepreneur is into, which is the reason why I'm saying that being able to adequately uh, carry out the safety, the health and safety risk assessment of the business of the entrepreneur is one of the very key things that an entrepreneur needs to learn and how to put measures in place. So, um, okay. like, like, okay. Asked, okay. okay, yes, go ahead, please. Okay, so I, I would like us to wrap up the the risk assessment. When I mean wrap up, like, go through it. So, you've given us a typical example of who can be armed. Yeah. So, then we go to who. Uh, no, you've done what what can cause the harm. Um, yeah. Then who then there's a third one. Yeah, what measures to put in place. Okay, what measures? So that's what you are describing now. Yes. So okay. You know, yeah, like you know, like I said before, health and safety can be common sense, you know, to some extent. And to some other extent mm -hmm. it can be technical. So which is the reason why I said earlier that uh, you know, if a, a if a work if a work activity is properly risk assessed, some measures can be as simple as handing a mobile phone over to the dispatch rider, as an example. Right? Okay. And it can be as technical as having a tracking device with the vehicle or yeah, with the vehicle that the dispatch rider is going to be using, but. For us to know what adequate measures to put in place, that is where carrying out a proper risk assessment, that is where, you know, it comes in. And an entrepreneur will not be able to carry out a proper risk assessment if they've not had the training or if they don't have the knowledge. And, you know, we're in a world nowadays where knowledge can be picked up in several ways. You can mm -hmm. go for a, you can go for a formal training. You can go for a virtual training. There are there are consultants, there are trainers, all over in all over uh, Lagos, all over Nigeria, who render such training so that entrepreneurs can gain this knowledge and be able to not only keep their workers safe, but to also keep their businesses safe and their businesses to remain profitable. Okay, thank you very much, uh, Isaac. Let me reiterate what I think you yeah. said, so you can correct me where there's okay. a wrong assumption. So you're saying that it is important that entrepreneurs are knowledgeable about health and safety. Yes. And knowledge can be, knowledge is already democratized yes. now. You can pick it up from... YouTube, you can, what we're doing now is a knowledge sharing session, yes? Absolutely. You can pick it up from experts like you, 
Yes. It's when you conduct yeah. lectures and then people come to learn and all of that. So yeah. the, the, the fundamental aspect of being health and safety conscious getting the knowledge. And then the knowledge doesn't have to start from where you are. Yes. So I picked that up. Another thing that you said is very important in in laying the fundamentals of being health and safety conscious in your organization is carrying out a proper risk. Correct. Yes, it can be as um, technical as you go, and then yes. but then you start from the very from from tomorrow. Tomorrow is Monday. Uh, yes. that work is as basic as asking yourself if you could, yes. what can cause harm yes. to yes. the people exactly. in your who can be armed yeah. and then what measure put in place to ensure that this harm doesn't so you can start that groundwork even first by yourself before even bringing a professional to now do the right thing and yeah. i think that another that was jumping out to me in in this um this assignment that you gave us yes i think that there will be several classifications if you go True. back to the logistics uh, logistic company scenario that we're using. So the yeah. risks that the writer is prone to is different from the risks that the customer service person in the office is prone to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So that means that you have to look at those risks for the job description, for the, the kind of functionalities that you do. Am I correct? Yes, you're correct. That's very right. That's very correct. Okay. okay. Thank you very much, Isaac. You are, you are a wonderful chick. I've learned a lot. So, for, I'd like us to touch down on one more question and then okay. uh, yeah. we call it and then hopefully we can bring you because health and safety I've, I've found out by by learning, you know, from my engineering background and from yeah. several conversations, yeah. this conversation is a continuous thing, something that you learn for life. You, you cannot say, um, I'm a safety person, that's all. Yeah. So we hope yeah. to further this conversation but for the sake of um today and whether or not you that people can listen <laughs> is how does being health and safety conscious affect the bottom line because for entrepreneurs it's it's always about the bottom line <laughs> oh, yes. the money and all of that so yes. can you educate us on how so i, I think that to be a very good place to motivate us from <laughs> you know, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, so it, my answer to that question, first of all, is that health and safety adds to your bottom line. Bottom line, health and safety helps you to be more profitable. Now, how does it do that? Health mm -hmm. and safety does that in most cases very subtle way. Now, remember that. Health and safety is about is mainly about people, and as an as an entrepreneur, um, people, people, your work, your workers, they are your most important resource. So when you invest into keeping them safe, safe. Um, their morale will be boosted, meaning that their productivity will be boosted. Now, when the productivity of each of your workers is improved, what that means is that the productivity of your business improves. 
What does that mean? It adds to your bottom line. So that's one way that health and safety adds to your bottom line. And then there is also yeah, there is also a way which is a way that has to do with accident prevention. Um, in safety, we say that there are three reasons why we manage health and safety. Uh, now, those three reasons we usually say are the moral reason, the legal reason, and the financial reason. Now, you see, okay. each, one, each one of these reasons, each one of these reasons can actually take money away from the entrepreneur, especially the financial reason. What the financial reason is about is that when an accident happens in your business as an entrepreneur, when there is a case of ill health, that accident or case of ill health will cost the business money. Whether you are a small-scale business or you are a large-scale business, when, an, when there is a case of accident, when there is a case of ill health to, to, to workups, that will cost the business money now how will it cost the business money if your worker is injured and you have and the worker has to be treated you need to spend money to treat that worker and you're going to take that yeah. money from the, pro the profit from the money that the business has made and sometimes this uh, money that you have to spend as a result of accidents that have and uh, that have happened sometimes can run into tens of millions sometimes hundreds of millions and what i'm telling you is based on workplace practical assessments that i have carried out where businesses have lost tens of millions hundreds of millions as a result of sometimes an accident as seemingly simple as a worker's finger being crushed so if you're able to prevent that accident from happening what does that do that's an addition to the business and then if an if an accident or a case of ill health happens sometimes there are fines that are paid then lastly i'll also speak about the aspect of contracting i believe that there are a lot of entrepreneurs i think, I think sorry before you go to contracting you yeah. mentioned three sort of areas which is moral legal and, and financial, financial. Yeah. yes you spoke financial uh we have legal and moral do you want to talk okay. just so 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 for the legal the part of paying fines has to do with legal okay that's legal oh okay yes, that, that, you know okay. that has to do with legal because you know, there legal. are uh, there, there are um national health and safety laws uh, especially in countries where health and safety is taken seriously, seriously that if an accident or ill health happens fines can be paid uh, the organization can be taken to court and be made to pay fines and so many other things and this can result to loss of money by the entrepreneur so meaning that preventing such things from happening is a cost saving preventing such accidents and cases of ill health from from happening is cost saving for the business while the moral aspect you know i talked about you know um, boosting the confidence of the worker you know, a worker that comes to work and um, knows that his employer takes his health and safety seriously, such a worker is more likely to be more productive. And that's, that's the moral aspect and how the moral aspect can still lead to profitability by the entrepreneur, for the entrepreneur.
Okay. Uh, and then okay. can I go to the aspect of contracting? Yes, please. You can. Okay. Thank you. So, 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 yeah, you know, I believe that a number of entrepreneurs um, would, in addition, perhaps in addition to rendering their services and their goods to individuals, would also want to render their goods and services to other organizations. And a number of these organizations that will be their clients or could be their clients are organizations that take health and safety seriously. And so there are cases where an entrepreneur is bidding for a job for, you know, by an established company that is a client to them or that is going to be a client to them. And that client starts asking them for um, certain proofs of how they manage health and safety. And in most cases, if that entrepreneur doesn't know anything about health and safety before, they'll start running from pillar to post. I've had cases where um, small business owners will contact or contact me, you know, me or contact uh, my team asking for how, how can we develop a safety policy? How can we carry out risk assessment? And we have to start putting mm -hmm. them through yeah, the basics of this of this thing. So the the bigger deals so say that again i said because these policies and then these um documents are prerequisites for them to seal bigger deals with companies absolutely. that take absolutely absolutely so for that entrepreneur who understands this health and safety aspect of their business and takes it seriously such an entrepreneur is more likely to be a contractor to multinational organizations, multinational organizations that health and safety is very important to. So securing such um, jobs or such contracts with such organizations, of course, means more money for the entrepreneur. So yes, definitely health and safety can mean more money, can add to the bottom line of the entrepreneur if they are able to manage health and safety properly. But uh, what I would also like to say is that, you know, like every other part of business, health and safety also costs money. But I can but I assure every entrepreneur that as health and safety costs you money, what health and safety will add to your business in terms of profit will be much more than what health and safety will cost you. Hmm. Mm. Solid. Yeah. Wow. So it, it, it pays you to spend on health and safety so that you can save on not spending on health and safety. Yes. So exactly. So you can you can save on not spending, and so that you um, you can benefit from. Um, the higher level of you know, earning that health and safety can you know, can give to you. And so you know, entrepreneurs need to understand that health and safety is not for the big conglomerates alone. It's also for them. You know, an a small business owner today could become a conglomerate tomorrow, and. For them, yeah, for them to uh, understand the 
uh, the, the safety aspect of their business when they become a conglomerate tomorrow they have to start managing that health and safety aspect of their business from today when they they are just starting out when they just started out as a small business trying to manage themselves thank you very much isaac is is uh yeah. you, have, you have put forth a very strong argument yeah. if, if you see health and safety investing in health and safety as as a sense that is not worthy of your time you would pay the price Oh, over and over and over again in places that you don't you do even want to attend absolutely. thank you very much for giving us that uh, that for this conversation it has been like